Hi everybody, welcome back to episode 2 of The Feminine Flu, where we get infected with the divine and help others catch a case of grace, because honey, you know they need it. So today, we're actually going to be talking about something that's been very important to me and something that's been huge on my feminine energy journey recently, which is controlling your emotions. If you can control your emotions, you can control your life. You can control your future. That is what we need to start focusing on. One thing that I've recently learned is when you are under the control of your emotions to a point that you can't control your own brain, you're under the influence. It's almost like you've drank too much or you've consumed a substance that has now altered your mind and is going to influence how you make your decisions and it's going to change whether or not you have a positive or negative reaction to something and it also determines the steps that you take after said incident has happened. If you want to truly be in your divine feminine energy, you need to understand that we are emotional beings. That is the beauty of this. This is not going to be an explanation on how to shut your emotions off. No, we are going to learn how to truly understand our emotions and learn how to let them be a roadmap for steps we should take because femininity is fluidity. So our emotions, they must be pure. We must know how to identify them and we must know exactly what we're feeling in order to succeed. So the first thing I want to talk about straight off the back is the danger of anger. Oh my goodness, anger comes to still kill and destroy, guys. I wish I was joking, but it really does. And when you get so angry, it can lead you to do things or feel almost such an intense emotion that it alters like chemistry in your brain i was in a bad relationship this past year and we were arguing a lot and what ended up happening was i started disassociating guys because it was too much of an information overload that i was like my body doesn't know what to do with this information so it would shut off but you know what started happening when i would go out in public my brain wouldn't know whether i was safe or in danger and it would just shut off in the mall shut off when i was with my mom and you don't know what's happening and that is a very vulnerable and very 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 dangerous place to be when people start to see that what they say or what they can do can push you to that extreme amount of anger they're going to know that they got you they can control you you are powerless in their eyes now please do not take this as do not feel anger anger really if we break it down it's never really anger it's mostly it's sadness or disappointment and you need to feel where you're feeling this in your body when you feel anger towards your chest and you're like it feels like you want to just break out of your body a lot of the times that's a that's a result of not being heard that's a result of consistently being put down and you start to shell off and there's a lot of tenseness in this heart area and so when you get that burning sensation you just want to scream that's most of the time because you have not felt heard So really, it's not anger, it's desperation, it's please listen to me, it's I want to be surrounded by people that actually care what I have to say to where I don't have to get to this level. Another place that I do want to take this really quick to talk about relationships is soul ties. So a lot of the times when you're intimate with somebody, whether it's physically or even spiritually and emotionally, you get to that raw intimacy 
you can develop a soul tie with them, but especially when you are physical with them, which is why I advocate, I do not believe in hookup culture. I don't think any of us girls need to take part in that. It is very, very dangerous to our progress and to our well-being because once you start developing these soul ties, you start getting more emotionally invested in this person, sometimes more than you should. When you get these soul ties, you're developing connections that wouldn't be there if you hadn't been intimate with this person. And you start to lose parts of yourself because you're giving it to somebody else. You're not keeping it for yourself. And so I advocate, please, 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 ladies, do not be intimate with any person until you know, until you know that they are there for you and that you have really gotten to know them. A tip that I was given that has really helped me recently is be quick to listen, slow to speak, and even slower to be angry. What I want you to do when you start to get really upset or angry with someone is I want you to look at this person and imagine they are eight years old. Imagine they are a toddler and they are a young child. You will start to see their behavior very, very differently. A lot of people navigate through their trauma, through their experiences, even our parents and relationships, partners. So when they're sometimes having these outbursts, it's because their eight-year-old self didn't get the love that they needed from their mom. And so they're lashing out on you as a grown adult because they haven't done the inner work to realize the trauma that they still have. You are allowed to feel disappointed. You are allowed to feel upset. But I urge you to please just try to use your words. Take a deep breath. Realize where it's living in your body. If it's in your hands and you're just like, oh, I want to, mm, that, you need to step away. That is genuine like, oh, step away. Go take a walk. Go, go shake off. Go dance. Go move. These are the best ways to deal with anger because once your anger has subsided, you can genuinely diagnose what you're feeling and then proceed. You can really say, okay, maybe I'm not feeling angry. Maybe I feel unsafe around this person. Maybe I don't need to hang out around them or this person actually, they, they, they don't make me feel heard when I talk to them. So you know what? I'm going to change some things about myself. I need to look within myself and see why am I attracted to this kind of person and then Choose to hang out with different people, hang out in different circles. And then what you notice is you're no longer that angry person. You're no longer feeling unheard. You no longer feel this just weight on your chest because you're now surrounding yourself with people that actually care about you. And that's actually gonna make you a happier person. And when you're around people that care about you, they listen to your ideas. They listen to ways that they can help you. You guys are really gonna have to bear with me for this episode because my neighbors really are being very inconsiderate right now and this has been going on for the past hour. So next, I wanna talk about holding on to your emotions. This is something we do not need to do as feminine women and I know this might sound contradictory to a few things that I just said but I really want you to listen to what I'm saying because it's not. There is a difference between analyzing your feelings and realizing what they are and choosing to make a conscious choice not to impulsively act on them in a negative way versus experiencing your emotions women feminine people in general we need to experience our emotions okay we don't always need to act on our emotions but it's so important that we experience them as i said in my last video if you are consistently around people that dim your light if you are consistently in a job that you feel like you're always looking over your shoulder and you can't celebrate your wins or you can't ask questions suppressed joy turns into anger and suppressed happiness turns into resentment 
okay so if you're in a relationship and you feel that you're with your partner and you want to be bubbly and excited and fun and all they do is say that you're annoying or all they do is tell you to shut up you're going to start to resent them i mean granted you should break up with them but the more and more that happens the more you're going to grow to dislike your connection that you have with that person Another way that we can hold on to these emotions, whether we mean to or not, is actually within our body. So what I need you to do is stand up and just start moving around. See where you're tight. If you have lower back pain, if you have pain in your neck, in your shoulders, in your arms, in your chest, if you feel like your chest is tight anytime you try to stretch, these are blocked emotions waiting to be released from your body. When you're at work and you're stressed out, what is the first thing that you probably do? You tense up your shoulders go up to your ears your back is just tight and that affects your lower back your whole spine that whole area is connected that is the thing that connects a lot of our body's functions when it's tight and the muscles are tight from all of that tension what i need you to do is start stretching i need you to start dancing i need you to start moving like i said femininity is fluidity and if you are not allowing these emotions to come in and then come out you're holding on to something you don't need to be holding on to so if you've tried everything and you're just like i don't know why i still feel sad or i don't know why i still feel like this turn on one of your favorite songs that talks to you know what you're going through and start to dance to it start to move to it if you're not a mover you will be i want to move on and talk about anxiety that is something i've dealt with for a while and i know so many other people unfortunately deal with this so the thing that's so scary about anxiety is it leads to paralysis, spiritual paralysis, and that is where it gets dangerous. Sometimes anxiety, dare I say, can actually be a good thing, not because we want to live in anxiety, but if we're in a situation or we're with someone and we're just anxious when they're around for no reason, that is a sign that they do not need to come around anymore. That is a sign that your body is saying, I know something you don't listen to me but also sometimes our anxiety can lie to us now i am religious and i believe in god so one thing i like to say is to know the difference between god's voice and your anxiety is consistency and peace okay anxiety it's gonna change up all the time it's gonna tell you different things one day it's yeah we're on top of the world the next day it's we're the bottom of the barrel <laughs> and it's gonna consistently change what it's telling you and it's going to attack you it's going to feel like you are being attacked okay the difference between that and god's voice and guidance is hey i'm just hey there's this thing i want you to just keep an eye out on you know like this is something we need to work on hey you're sleeping too much you're sleeping too much let's get up let's work on it let's work together it's encouraging it's it's i'm gonna show you what's wrong but i'm not gonna leave you astray if you feel that you're consistently getting anxious in your day-to-day -day life that's showing you that you're not in your feminine energy that's showing you that you do not know how to regulate and you're also probably carrying too much on your shoulders so what i want you to do is to kind of plan out your day for dopamine hits these are my favorite things ever i love them and so little things start your day with small tasks do not start your day with the biggest task you have to do because then you're going to start going to bed the night before dreading it you're going to wake up dreading having to wake up no start with something small that you enjoy whether that's hey i'm going to get up i'm going to make my bed 
or I'm gonna get up and I'm actually gonna go in my bathroom and put sunscreen on my face before I go outside. Dopamine hit. What you're doing is you're proving to yourself that you can follow through on what you promise yourself because if you cannot follow through on your own promises, please do not make promises to other people because you will consistently let them down. And what happens is the more that you do this, the more confidence you build. And so when you start saying, hey, every morning I can actually make my bed or remember to put my sunscreen on because honey, sometimes black does crack. Once you can do that, you can start saying, okay, I wanna start my business. What I'm gonna do is every day, I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna do a little bit of market research. Or every day, I'm gonna wake up and film some content because I wanna be a content creator. Or every day, I'm going to brainstorm a page of a book because I want to be a children's author or I want to be a writer and you slowly slowly just start chipping away and the next thing you know oh my goodness change is coming your anxiety is slowly dropping away because you're like you know what I got myself I can trust myself and one thing that I want you to start saying to yourself is I want you to go look in a mirror anytime you're scared or you're anxious and I want you to remind yourself of the power that lives within yourself. So what I want you to say is I am not fearful. I have love inside of me, power and a sound mind. I am not fearful. I have power. I have love inside of me and a sound mind. And when you start saying that to yourself over and over you're gonna start to believe it and you might even start to get tingles when you do because your spirit is starting to align with what you're saying so make sure you're speaking life over yourself okay now i want to talk about depression because this one can be very tricky and it can really cloud our judgment here you need to be honest with yourself okay you have to be and that is probably the hardest thing you're gonna have to tell someone who's dealing with depression because sometimes honesty feels deafening. It feels like, oh my gosh, if I admit that I have this addiction or if I admit that I have this problem, oh my gosh, I'm a bad person. No, you're an honest person, okay? You're honest. And you know what's beautiful about that is we have something to work with, okay? If you can look at your life and be like, dang, I do not like where I live. I don't like the relationship that I'm in. I'm crying every day. I feel ugly. Because sometimes, let's be real, sometimes we really just do. If you can call out what you're feeling, you have taken its power. You have taken it and now you are in control. One thing that I also have heard is grief is better than laughter because then the heart can truly be glad. It can be happy. And you know, that sounds like a contradiction, but let me explain. When you get knocked so low, so low that you feel like you have nowhere to go you can really start to look at things objectively and you can really just be like okay what do I have I need you to start looking at what you have I need you to find the small glimpses of light in your day because like I said with those dopamine hits earlier with anxiety once you start doing that and you're able to do that and you're like yeah you know what i'm unemployed right now or the job market sucks or i can't get a job right now but you're like you know what i have food in my fridge or i have a roof over my head at least and you know what under this roof we can start making some things happen we can start drinking green juices to start fueling our body with electrolytes and vitamins to start energizing us to try to help us out of this depression on a cellular level 
because it is a chemical imbalance. You need to start nurturing yourself. What you're going to find is during this journey, if you really take it seriously, you're going to become a better person and you're going to start stepping out in ways you have never stepped out in your life. It's going to give you this new found confidence. One thing I need to say is if you really do feel like you can't do this on your own, please, there's hotlines, there's people you can call, you can, my DMs are open for you. You're not alone. I don't care what anyone says, you're not alone, okay? You're not. What you need to do is find ways to stop blocking your emotions so you can release them and be free. If you're sad, please scream. Scream into your pillow. Yeah, people like to make fun of it, but it's not a joke. It's healing. If you're happy, I want you to jump around and squeal like a little pig and just be so excited because that fuels you. That gives you life in those small moments you need to hold on to. So in those moments of darkness, in those moments of sadness, you have something to return to. The reason I'm explaining so deeply all these different types of things you may feel is because once you can identify what you're feeling or what you're doing wrong, wrong in life you can start to make changes you can say you know what today i feel i feel sad why do i feel sad i feel i feel like i want a hug why do i feel like i want a hug maybe because i've been isolating myself maybe i need to go out maybe i need to go to a park maybe i need to go meet some friends if you're feeling jittery maybe like oh my gosh i'm on the edge of my seat but i don't know why like oh my gosh there's a lot going on maybe that's because you need to ground yourself. Ground yourself in nature, ground yourself in in your work sometimes because that can be a healthy way to do it if you're doing something you love. If you can control your emotions, you can help control your life. See, like I'm, let's take this as an example right now. I'm feeling very upset right now, but really I'm annoyed. Why am I annoyed? Because they're ruining, ruining my video, but why? Because I, want so deeply to provide value to you guys. I want to feel that I can provide you all with the best experience that you can have with me during our time together. And so that's leading to a feeling of disappointment because I feel like I can't control my situation. Oop, there it is. That's why I feel out of control. So I need to release that. You're out of control, there's nothing you can do. So you have to be able to say, you know what? It is what it is. And just trust that it's going to be okay. Because you are going to help yourself regulate your system when you start doing that. And you're going to start to see the world more objectively and clearly. You're no longer going to be under the influence. You're going to be sober, okay? And that is what we're aiming for here on this channel. We're aiming to be sober-minded with our thoughts, okay? So... That is all I have for today when it comes to mastering your emotions, getting in control of emotions, and controlling your life. Because we always think that, oh, we want to control our life because of monetary things. Well, yes, but if you can't control yourself, if you can't control your own thoughts and be like, you know what, when I'm slipping into a depression, I know what I need to do. Or I actually know what this is. I'm not going to let these thoughts lie to me. They make you do things that you otherwise wouldn't do. And if you can actually get to the bottom of things, they can be a roadmap to your dream life. Your emotions are trying to tell you something. Do not ignore them. They're not a bad thing. What becomes bad is when you start being controlled by them and you're not taking control over them. So 
I hope you guys enjoyed this video and I hope you were able to find something that stuck with you. I will see you guys very soon. I'm thinking of posting two to three times a week. So far it's going to be Monday and Thursdays, but I'm wondering if I want to sneak in another day here or there, but I don't know. We'll see. You guys can follow me on my socials. Also, if you want to listen to this podcast on the go, we are on Spotify and Apple. So I would love for you guys to check us out there. And I am so excited that I have a few of you all here now. I'm very excited to see what God has in store for us. And I cannot wait to see you on our next episode. Bye, guys.